Well, I got I got a confession to make, guys, <laughs> for for you and all our listeners here. But I I shorted GameStop. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, what if the SEC is like monitoring us? We don't say certain things. Hey guys, with everyone's busy schedule, time is of the essence, which is why we created this weekly podcast to give you quick insights on politics, business, and even technology. So whether you're working from home or whether you're on the road, join us as we talk about different events that occurred during the week. My name is Jasegan, and with me I have Aaron and Arius, and we're disseminating. So let's jump right in. Good morning, my name is Aaron, and today I'll be joined with Jasegan and Arius. Uh, today we're going to be talking about GameStop, and um, yeah, it's in the morning of um, January 30th, uh, and we're just having some coffee, and we're just going to be shooting the breeze. Jasegan, how are you doing? I'm well, I'm well. You know, Arius, all I got to say is diamond hands, diamond hands, and to the moon. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I'm... Uh... It's been a crazy week, and I'm so excited. It's been so refreshing to finally get away from this COVID stuff. Not physically, obviously, but just kind of getting people's minds off of COVID and Donald Trump and ridiculous U.S. politics. Um, Man, isn't this awesome? This is great. Uh, We're sticking it to the man. Let's just call it that. We're... (laughs) I don't, I don't know if the audience knows what's going on, but a popular subreddit called Man, Wall Street Bets. I think Red, they do now. <laughs> Wall Street Bets. Um, but Aries, why don't, you, why don't you explain what's been going on? Because uh, a lot of people have been making a lot of money, and of course people would love to make money. But before, before Aries does that, we are not endorsing what we're trying to say. Please do your research when it comes to purchasing stocks, bonds, whatever the case may be. We are not experts. We just do our research first before we purchase stocks. So, I think uh, I think we've all heard of the name GameStop now. If you haven't heard of GameStop before, I think you do now. That's the gaming um, store, right? Yeah, it's the gaming store. Yeah, it's that gaming store. It's uh, it's similar to EB Games. Yeah, I think EB Games is only Canadian. Is that right? I think it's the Canadian equivalent. I believe. Yeah, right? and yeah. I I almost want to say it's actually owned by GameStop, but I I could be wrong on that. Um, I mean, I obviously just, I don't go to video game stores to buy video games. So I guess, mean, <laughs> I guess, kind of, I guess uh, that's kind and of the reason why, yeah, sorry, go on. No, no, no. I was just going to say that's kind of why the stock is dying, but yeah, or was, <laughs> yeah. was dying. <laughs> I'm the reason for that crash, um, or not the crash, but the, uh, the heavily shorted positions. <laughs> <clears throat> so, um, yeah, I mean, if, uh, if, if you've been living in a hole, then, uh, Let's just kind of recap. So GameStop has had one crazy roller coaster ride on the stock market. And uh, there's, I, you know, I was trying to find the origins. I guess the origins did start on Wall Street bets. I, I actually initially thought it was Elon Musk who was <laughs> tweeting something out. But that, that, that doesn't seem like it was the case. Um, so Wall Street bets is, is, a, is a Reddit forum it's it's been around for quite a while because i i remember reading it for a number of years um never really got onto it uh but i guess you got a whole bunch of i mean i want to say basement dwellers but when i saw what these guys were investing i'm like yeah i don't think i don't think anyone is living in their basement when they got like three quarters of a million dollars to invest in but Basically, someone found published rep- reports from Citron, which is a big hedge fund, on their short positions, 
And it wasn't just Citron, it was uh, a couple other hedge funds as well that also published similar reports on Wall Street that heavily shorted GameStop. Uh, GameStop. And these guys just kind of rallied together and thought, you know what, if we buy this stuff up, we'll short squeeze the hedge fund and force them to, to cover their short and then lose all this money. And so it is, it is incredible at, at the success of it because these forums start, like they're all, they're all over the place. Like there's websites like StockTwits and Wall Street Bets and all these places that, that do that kind of stuff. Um, and the fact that these guys were able to rally on Reddit is pretty amazing because like guys are always talking on social media. So like this is not a new concept. Yep. So, so Arius, you mentioned two terms, uh, short squeeze and short selling and all that. So can you give us like maybe a quick explanation of how that kind of works? Yeah, so uh, short selling is pretty much the inverse or the opposite of uh, buying stocks. Yeah. Uh, and in a, like in a typical situation, you buy, when you, when you want to go buy a stock, you just pay money for it and you own the stock. And then when you're ready to sell it, you sell it down in the future. Uh, short selling is basically the opposite of that. So instead of buying, you sell first and you're almost basically kind of loaning the shares. So you kind of borrow the shares. You sell it first, collect your money, and then you buy it later, uh, to hopefully at a lower price. So in the end, you're actually, you know, you're still making money, but you're making money on the downside. And typically a lot of guys short a stock when they feel like it's going to go down or when they feel like there's no hope in it. It's an easy, it's an easy bet. And that's what they looked at as GameStop because GameStop has been a struggling company for so long right. that it was near bankruptcy. And so these hedge fund guys thought, well, if we short it now, like it's an easy win. We're going to make money because this company's going to flop anytime now. And so that's what they did. But the, the reason why they lost money is that a lot of these hedge funds will set stop losses, which means that it's like an automatic trigger that when the price reaches a certain point, they'll automatically sell. And so when you sell a stock at a certain price, you want to set your stop loss a little higher than, than what you sold it for just in case the price goes up because once it starts going up, you're actually losing money because you're on the opposite side. So when the price goes up, you want to set sort of like an automatic trigger in your, like on your bank account or whatever. Yep. And you're with your broker to say, you know, to cover your short or buy at this price. Cause if it goes any higher then you got to buy at higher prices. Right. Mm -hmm. So I think as I can have explained it, I explain it right. So essentially these guys are playing with borrowed money. Well, I mean, I, I don't want to get too into it because it gets a little complicated. But when you short, when you short sell, you're not actually, you're not actually trading with borrowed money. You're trading with borrowed stock. Oh, okay. If that makes sense. So, like behind, it's honestly, it's kind of, you you almost have to watch a YouTube video video to visualize it because yeah. it's a little. It's a little difficult of a concept to understand because in a typical situation, when you just buy a stock, you actually own the stock. But yeah. when you when you short a stock, you're actually borrowing somebody else's stock. Yeah. So when the price gets too high and the buying power gets too strong, 
then then you've only borrowed that share so you have to give back that share if someone else wants to buy it so and that's the reason why when the price goes too high and it goes past the point of what they sold it at yeah. and they're getting short squeeze that's the term short squeeze where they're forced to buy back the the share but it's going to be at a higher price um so what happened yeah what's up so it's like yeah, another name is pump and dump i think people know it by right well not so i mean not well, this pump and dump but the inverse of it right oh, pump and dump is when you're, pump. yeah when yeah, you drive up the yeah. price of the stock and then you dump it but that's right it, but initially that's what's happening to the stock right now but not from the perspective of the hedge fund but from the retail investor right like they're pumping up the price at some point they're gonna have to dump it right that's true i know that i mean that's the ugly yeah. side of the coin right because um i mean it looks like a pump and dump i don't but when you read the reddit posts and you read the news it's not really a pump and dump it was more of like just a like a retaliation right like an attack on wall street to force them to buy back gamestop the, shares at a more expensive price than what they sold it for but the question is how long are these retail investors going to hold on to these uh stocks for because if the minute they catch a win that people are starting to sell then that's just going to cause a panic you know what i mean and it's not going to be no. the hedge funds that are going to lose it's going to be the retail investors now that are going to lose on the opposite effect so this is like my question, when does everybody start realizing, okay, we screwed Wall Street, which they did, Yep. Um, but when is the right time to sell though? I think, you know, I think that goes back to people needing an exit strategy, right? You can't just keep riding, like they, the memes are ride it to the moon, ride it to the grave, you know, diamond hands, but like you need an exit strategy, otherwise you are going to get screwed over. Yeah, yeah, absolutely right. I think, uh, I think these guys don't really quite have an exit strategy and the thing is that when they when they start to exit the stock price is going to just drop right because yep. now everybody's exiting and then everyone's jumping on the wagon so but i mean like i mean let's just take a step back and sort of see this thing at a high level because this is this is pretty incredible this is not a new concept people have been talking and communicating with each other for a hundred years or more uh, but now you have it on social media We're trying to rally up other people to like you know buy the stock buy the stock buy the stock and i guess it's always sort of been self-serving yeah whereas this motive is a little different this is like let's fight back right like let's let's get back at wall street and i think you could probably look back and think like you know where did the origins start it's easy to to say oh they probably just started like a couple of weeks ago when guys were on reddit but not not really you know i i read a an article that suggested that that when you had occupy wall street all these like these these young students college students and and middle class people were just gathering on wall street you know they're ironically they're not spending any money they're just taking up like real estate space but but that anger sort of been building up you know, like year over year and now like 13 years later and a lot of those people that were probably in Occupy Wall Street actually have money now. Yep. And it's ironic because now they're using their money to, to fight back. And they're, they're kind of beating capitalists at their own game. So, what? sorry, go sorry. on. No, no, go ahead, Jazz. I, I was just going to say, uh, Aries, you're right. Like, this isn't the first time that this happened. This actually happened back in 2008 with Volkswagen. So it was called like the Infinity Squeeze with Volkswagen. 
and basically hedge funds lost $30 billion. And this was actually during that crisis itself, during the middle of the worst financial crisis and the Great Depression. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, now that you mentioned that, I, I remember that. Yeah. But sorry, Aaron, I know you were going to say something. Um, what was I going to say now? Um, regarding the, um, the retail investors, going back to them, Aries, uh this situation kind of reminds me also of the dot-com bubble i don't know if you remember it where um there were certain companies during that time that the prices were rising like crazy these internet or i guess you would say these um tech companies uh i don't know if you feel the same way but i do feel like there's a big bubble that's happening and what's what's kind of keeping the market propped up is two things is speculation and then the pumping of money the government money into the system but i do believe that once the government stops you know um printing money because i think after this last stimulus that's it uh, i think there's going to be a lot of people exiting the stock market and then i, I believe there's going to be an inverse reaction of speculation or sorry, I guess you would say it, it, would speculate, it would be speculation, but then will come fair. That's what I'm trying to say. So what do you think is going to be the outlook from the result of all these stocks going up, like your AMC, your BlackBerry, your GameStop? Like, you know, do you think people are going to start running for the hills soon? Or do you think this will last for a little while from your expertise? Yeah, I I think people will be kind of head in for the hills I, I like this is not sustainable like what we're seeing here in GameStop and then even in AMC if you guys have looked at the charts for AMC yep. that went up like nine it, it peaked at 900 percent um, from like trough to peak uh, and then Blackberry like this stuff isn't sustainable and then the thing is that these retail traders like it's it's admirable but they can't hold the line for that long, right? Like for the buying price to be high enough means yeah. that you need enough buyers, not just for that day, but you need enough buyers for a longer period of time to keep that price elevated. Otherwise it's gonna crash. Oh. And so it's not, like it's just not sustainable. It's admirable though. I mean like yeah. this is pretty awesome. And I think yep. like to me, like this is this is a stock market revolution. Like this is, this is like a revolution that's happening in the works because it's not it's not something that we've like we've seen this kind of stuff before like you mentioned jazz like the Volkswagen stuff like yeah. these kind of frenzies happen all the time and what's ironic is that Wall Street and all these big companies are always behind closed doors and meetings talking about you know, what stock should we buy now? What stock should we pump up now? What stock should we market now? And what stock should we just pour our, our bets into? And so now that Reddit people are doing it, like the average you and me guy, it's it's changing the dynamics because like suddenly Wall Street's like, wait, like, like, I don't know why they hadn't conceived of it before. I think because there's this idea that retail trading is dead and yeah. there's this idea that high speed trading is sort of the thing and and if you just want if you want to be a day trader all oh, you'll never have a chance because you're not fast enough right you you don't have the software and the equipment to do high-speed trading so you know don't even bother like retail trading that's dead that was dead like 12 years ago I mean like that's what that's what we're always being told and now 
we've realized after 2020, because it's not even just the GameStop thing. Like this is like, like the COVID thing. The reason why it got pumped was largely because of retail traders as well. Like the reason why the yeah. stock market is back up where it is is largely because it's retail traders. Robin so I guess kind of an answer to your question, Aaron, is that like, is people will be heading to the hills, but I don't know because after today, there's not, I'm sorry, not, not after today, after this year, 2020, retail traders have sort of shown their power again. And it's, and I feel like we're kind of going back to the way the stock market should be. Because it's it shouldn't be about big companies controlling free market, the markets, yeah. right? Exactly, yeah. Because that's and that's that's what we've always sort of been taught. Like, yeah, of course, like market manipulations happening all the time. Like, it's not something like if you if you enter the market, you got to understand that there's probably a lot of manipulation going on behind the scenes. But now we're sort of getting to this point of like the market's going back to the way it should be, like a free market, like trading so freely. I heard I heard um, on an interview I was watching with Jordan Belfort and he I don't know if, if the, any of the viewership know but that's the guy from the Wolf of Wall Street who um, Leo yeah. uh, Caprio was playing and um, yeah. the SEC was saying how they're looking they're gonna look to prosecute people and punish people for manipulation and he brought up a point Jordan uh, was saying that. Um, the issue here is, right, you're not supposed to have any collusion in the market. Otherwise, that's insider trading. But the question is, people are, people on Reddit, were people colluding through social media um, to manipulate the market um, to make trades? Or was it just people following a blog and following the trend? So my question is, how is the SEC going to sorry, SEC is going to prosecute people on Reddit because it's like, it's, it's really hard to prove that people are colluding on social media. Mm -hmm. And then the next thing is like, what's going to be the outcome of this? Are that, does that mean that they're going to start monitoring social media related to investment trading? That's a good question. I, I mean, I hope, I hope there's no monitoring going on as far as the sec finding out who these traders are they'll find out it's not like these guys are like the cia yeah like they'll they'll find you <laughs> they can look at the transactions like they'll go through every single transaction that was purchased and that went through gamestop and then connect it to the person's bank account and then call them up so like being convicted is now, it might not be every single trader. It'll, it could just be the ones with larger positions, right? You, you, but, mean, you mean the guy that like dropped 50 grand or like 50,000 and then made like 55 million or something? <laughs> yeah, like, yeah like, like that guy. So, I mean, but like you bring up a good point because the media and the politicians seem to be demonizing this thing, right? Like they're, they seem to be just condemning the Wall Street bets, Reddit page, the actions of these retail investors and it's ironic because it's all it's it's what they're doing in behind the scenes i feel like this it's isn't so true yeah. like they're such hypocrites right <laughs> hypocrites yes yeah. sorry, so, sorry. But, go ahead no yeah no it's fine but like you bring up a good point though like will social media be monitored and like that's where you know enter robin hood the app the trading Ooh, app okay because because now that's something guys like for all our listeners here, I would dump Robin Hood. Just that's my opinion. I would I would dump it right away. I wouldn't even I wouldn't even trade with it because what kind of what kind of software promotes like free market trading and then restricts you to 
So true. Trading only two, like you can only buy, you're limited to buying two stocks only, or you can't even buy. You know why that happened though, right? Tell me why. So I was reading on MarketWatch, I think it was MarketWatch, that some of the CEOs or CIOs from um, the hedge funds actually ended up calling uh, Robinhood CEO and the uh, TD Ameritrade. Yeah. Uh, CEOs and basically cussed them out or cursed them out because they were losing so much money. There was actually one hedge fund which lost a billion dollars as a result of this. Wow. I can't remember what, what the name was. I can find the name. But the retail investors, like you were saying, are, were so powerful that a hedge fund lost a billion dollars. Think about that, bro. One hedge fund. Power on the people, man. Like that's crazy that to talk about power, you know what I mean? So it, it is amazing to what you're saying, but also you'll realize the hedge funds have significant power as well because it's, they don't like when they lose control because as you're seeing, right, they're losing a lot of money and they have the ability to, you know, put restrictions in place for, you know, the small guy. So it's just really interesting to see what's happening and what's going to be uh, playing out. But I going back to social media, I think they're going to start monitoring. It's going to give them a, region, a reason to even encroach more on our um, civil liberties, even on how we invest now. They're going to be watching like Reddit and, you know, Facebook and all these different things now. I, I certainly believe it. It's going to change the way we invest. So do you think there's going to be like new rules and regulations coming to this? Like, do you think short selling is going to stop? No. No. I'm, no, short selling will never stop. However... Um, I heard that the answer from, again, Jordan Belfort is blockchain. And I don't know how uh, blockchain fits in this picture, but it would prevent a lot of stuff that's going on, supposedly. I think it's related to, um, it, somehow it's related to short selling. Okay. But I, I think that it's the introduction of blockchain is, is what's going to prevent a lot of stuff. I got to look into the, all this stuff again. So, hmm. Sorry about that, guys. But no, yeah. it's okay. I, I don't know. Like, like we said earlier, like this isn't anything... New. So I think what frustrates me the most, though, is that like this whole social media rallying stuff, it's it's fairly new in the last decade or more. Yeah. Um, but like the concept is not new. It's something that's always been around. Like before social media, like 100 years ago, the stock market was still trading just as like well and strong as it is today. But back then it was guys who are just like having tea together in some room and and they might go to some frat club talk about the stocks that they're buying and kind of rally behind that right like it's not the concept isn't new so to restrict social media i think is the wrong approach because then ultimately you're well number one you're kind of restricting people's freedom of speech yeah but then number two you're manipulating the market like you can't you can't do that you have robin hood who's like banning people from trading like that's ridiculous like they were banning what was it jazz they were banning people from buying it they're only yeah. or at least you could only buy two shares but you could sell unlimited amounts so so let's give the audience a little bit of perspective so robin hood is a commission-free trading application uh it's based in the states so the equivalent to canada would be like wealth simple trade um basically they're an investing platform and a lot of people in the states use it because of the commission-free structure so you can purchase stocks and not have to pay the commissions which is great uh, a lot of these, a lot of organizations like TD, RBC, et cetera, get to pay a fee when you purchase stock. Uh, long story short, with all of the, the phone calls that Aaron was talking about of these guys getting threatened, 
uh, Robinhood stopped. Like the, they completely stopped allowing you to purchase the stock. So to give you a little perspective of GameStop, when it started in August, it was about like four bucks uh, USD, and it jumped all the way to three hundred and forty-seven dollars on the twenty-seventh of January, and then it tanked to one hundred and ninety-three dollars. That one reason was because of all the Robinhood users who couldn't purchase the stock anymore. Um, and I've heard stories. I'm not too sure if this is true, but Robinhood actually started selling the stocks on behalf of the the user. So people were losing out so much money that they earned when it was like three hundred dollars. Uh, so Robinhood sold at like one hundred and ninety three dollars. So there's a significant loss that that person made. I'm not too sure if that story is true, but that's uh, but it's been in the media as well. Um, and then what ended up happening was mm. people were cussing off Robinhood. They're like, "This is bull! This is bull! Why are you doing this? Like this is." A free app, like, why are you getting involved? Like, are you a part of these hedge funds? Like, what is going on? Like, there's so much controversy through this that Robinhood allowed you to purchase two of each stock. So two of AMC, two of GameStop. And if you already had them in your portfolio, you wouldn't be able to purchase any more. Um, and I believe the same thing happened with TD um, as well. I, I could be wrong with that. Yeah, TD did that too. Yeah, TD, TD and probably TD Ameritrade. Yeah. And then the funny, the funny thing is though, so Robinhood was getting so much flack reviews. Like people were going on the Google Play Store and reviewing Robinhood as like one star, one star, one star. And then Google had to come in and like take a few of those reviews off, obviously the ones that were bots. But see, that's, that's kind of going back to the concept of like hiding information, social media trends, stuff like that. Like what is, what is the end game of this? Like what's going to happen? I mean, you said a few trades, or sorry, a few reviews. Google actually removed 100,000 reviews. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, that's manipulation too, though, because I think they deserve the one star. Like, why, like, again, why are we, like, controlling social media in this way, right? If that's how people feel about Robinhood, let them rate it that way. Who you're cares? Right. Like, it's their, it's their fault. They put themselves in that situation. So You're right, though. Cause, sorry, Aaron, I'm just cutting you off there. Because the thing is, the purpose of a review is to explain what the app does. So if the app doesn't do what it's trying to do, then obviously you would give it a one star. <laughs> like it, yeah, I know. It just makes sense. So sorry, Aaron, you were going on with something. No, to answer your question, so um, I think it might trigger a stock market crash, to be honest with you. Because again, <laughs> to be honest with you, like, like Aaron You're said- You're all about like, crashes. <laughs> no, man, like- but hold on, like take this in. Like, how long is this gonna really go for? Like, how long are you guys gonna really hold on to GameStop stocks for? Like, at some point, people are gonna start selling. And when, yeah. like again, when people start panicking, people are gonna be running for the hills. I'm telling you, man, because there's a lot of money invested in the and and not just GameStop, but the few other stocks as well. And, yeah. and I think it's just gonna trigger a lot of panic in the stock market. So let, let's see what happens. Like, okay, like kudos to everybody on Reddit if they're able to, you know keep screwing the hedge funds and, and, and continue this trend and so be it. But at some point, some, you know, some people that have the whole big positions in these, these companies are going to be like, ah, I think I'm going to want to sell. You know what I mean? Like, I think everybody else is going to follow suit and that's when things are going to get bad. When that will happen, I don't know. Well, I got, I got a confession to make guys <laughs> for, for you and all our listeners here, but I, I shorted GameStop. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, what if the SEC is like monitoring us? You don't say certain things, Aries. No, oh my gosh. Yeah, no, 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 no. Aries did not say that on the podcast. Don't listen to what Aries said. That's just a disclaimer. He's just joking. No, it's, no, no. No, it's true. Well, I mean, it's 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 partially oh true. Okay, God. well, 
But okay, here's the story. So I did try, I did try and short GameStop. Actually, Thursday night, I just had this thought. I'm like, you know what? I got to short GameStop <laughs> because I've seen, I, I've seen this, I've seen this, this scenario play out many times. Every time there's like a huge spike, it's always gonna crash down. And especially with GameStop, there's no like, like the fundamentals suck. Sorry, but they suck. So. Um, and I really think, I kind of personally think that GameStop probably did so well because it's a video game store and you got a whole bunch of video game guys, yeah. like gamers on Reddit and all over the social media and they're like pumping up because they love video games. But that's just a side note. No, no. So I, so I, tried, to, I tried to short GameStop uh, yesterday morning, like 9.30, I was like ready, like at the bell, clicking away, putting my thing in. And then um, I bank with RBC, which is... Canada's top banks, and they and they rejected my order. I don't know why. I they like they wouldn't accept my short sell order. And I tried multiple times changing the the different number of shares because I thought you know maybe maybe it's because I don't have enough in my account or something. Um, but nope, couldn't couldn't <laughs> do it. So so then I went over to my paper trading account and I shorted a paper trading account, which doesn't really have a, <laughs> any effect <laughs> whatsoever. But if I could short it. I would short it, even though even though I love this concept of of the retail traders sticking it to Wall Street and yeah. put putting them back on their heels. Like, I I see the opportunity. I know where this is going. This is like this is this is an easy win, man. This is now. I think Jazz, you, Jazz. Well, I mean, I'm sure. I, yeah, you could. I, I feel like gam the gambling side is going on the long. Like when you're going when you're buying, that's yeah. the gamble. I think yeah. the short side. Although you're right though, Aaron, because the hedge funds didn't think it was gambling either. They shorted it, and now look where they yeah, are now. That's true. Yep. Right, but Jazz, you. I think you got a different story on. You. You're <laughs> a little bit of opposite of where I am. Listen, I okay. So I wanted to follow the hype. I've seen GameStop trending so much on Google, on YouTube, and everything, and I'm like, you know what? Let me purchase a stock and see what the hype is like. Oh so, <laughs> no, okay, listen. I calculated this. I was like, you know what? This is the amount of money that I've made from dividends from my other stock. So I'm not losing any money that I've personally like invested into it. So this is just dividend money, essentially. Um, and I'm just like, you know what? Let me ride the train. Let me see what happens. I'll be honest with you. All Friday, I just had the stock just like on my screen. I was watching it. I'm like, yo, this is tanking. It's going to $260. What have I done? What have I done? <laughs> And then it goes back to 320. <laughs> it goes back to 320. I'm like, yes, we're sticking it to the man. Uh, but <laughs> like, oh it's, it's a roller coaster ride. It's not like it's not like a traditional stock where it's just like, okay, yeah, it goes down, it goes up, it goes down, it recovers. This is like a huge dip, a huge incline, a huge dip. Like it just keeps going back and forth, and you're just like in that ride. You're sweating bullets. You're like, crap, what the hell is going on? Um, so for all the viewers, if you, I, if you're going to do something stupid, I would say, do your research first, <laughs> go on wall street bets and look at it and read it. And don't just listen to the people that say to the moon, diamond hands and stuff like that. Like actually do your research before you jump on the stock. And I also think the hype is going to die down soon. I feel like it's going to end this week. I could be wrong though. I think so. I think, uh, but you know what? Like, so here's here, here's a question for you guys. Yep. Who's next? See, that's oh, they there's a they already started with the oil company supposedly. I don't know. It's a small oil company that they've uh, already been riding the wave with. Hold, let me see if I can pull it up quickly. 
I heard because that... here's. Sorry, uh, no, yeah, I, go I, ahead, heard, I heard. Um, I heard. I heard Elon's pumping Dogecoin or something. Oh yeah, <laughs> I was going <laughs> to say that too. But but um, what I find interesting though is that I th- I think this has been a huge eye opener for hedge funds, and I think they'll be very skeptical. Or maybe just not, maybe not skeptical, but just wary of the next time they do a major short. Because when they do those kind of major shorts, yeah, it's not publicly released, but you can find out that information. You don't really know who's doing it. You just see the transaction sort of on the screen of like, oh my, like you know, like unknown trader shorts like twenty thousand shares or a million shares, and you don't know who it is, but you can see that transaction feed through. Um, sorry feed through the trades yeah and so the thing is like when like who's next because if if retail traders get wind that um i don't know what's like what's a cheap stock right now crescent energy (laughs) crescent energy in canada which is i don't think it's gone much but it's like a a falling stock um you know if, if someone gets wind that that stock is getting shorted and there's a huge short position they're just going to pile right in and, and the hedge funds are going to just freak right out because they don't want to lose 13 billion. Like, you know, so-and-so did on, on GameStop. <laughs> yeah. 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 Yeah, exactly. So, so you, you could have these like roving Reddit parties just going from stock to stock. Yeah. Just pumping it, forcing a short squeeze. Cause you know, like when I mentioned earlier, um, describing what, like how how shorting works and the short squeeze. The thing is that when these hedge funds get their, uh, the trigger, like the stop loss trigger triggered and, and they're forced to buy that just forces the price up even higher. And then when that goes higher, it could trigger someone else's, uh, stop loss and force them to buy. And then that just goes even higher. So the, the price, but the price increase in um, in GameStop and also in AMC and and BlackBerry isn't isn't just the retail traders buying it. It's also the hedge funds forced to buy it. And when they're forced to buy it, that's where they're losing money. Like they've just lost billions of dollars. So hold on. So why are they targeting these companies specifically? Are they just because they're dying? Like they're dying breeds. Like AMC, no one's really going to the theaters. GameStop dying, nobody going to the game stores. BlackBerry somehow dying, somehow reviving the next day, somehow dying again. You know, it's because it's like it's an easy win. Like if 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 GameStop, okay, let's use another example. Pick pick a theater. Like let's say uh, and let's say Cineplex. Yep. Or no no no. You know let's do airlines because I think airlines might be a, a, the next hit. <laughs> okay. Okay. Nobody nobody's flying right now. The stocks on on airlines have have tanked yep, over twenty twenty, right? Yep. And what? Let's say that American Airlines announces bankruptcy on Monday, and and they're done, right? Like, but they're publicly traded. So if you if you're like wondering, you know, what stock you should short, I would short American Airlines because you have like a hundred percent chance to make money because they're going to be bankrupt soon. So if you short it at $100 or whatever the stock's worth now, yeah. you're you're not going to have to buy any stock back cuz there's no stock to buy cuz they're bankrupt. So it's you just you've just made money off of it. And it's so that kind of concept is what um, Wall Street has applied to 
um, AMC theaters because like they're struggling, uh, and and GameStop because it's an easy win. It's like, well, this company will probably never get back on their feet. Like, who's li- who's really going to a physical location to buy video games now? Most people just download it. Yeah. So it's an easy win, and they just short it, and they sh- and they short large positions to force the price even lower so that they can get it at a cheaper price later on. Wow. Aaron, did you by any chance figure out the stock, the oil stock that you were? No, I'm still looking for it. I read it I read it about it two days ago, but I can't find it. I'm still looking. Huh. This is crazy though. I I mean, riding the hype train is is exhilarating. It's it's awesome. It's like you're a part of twenty twenty one history now. But it's also just like when is this really gonna like when are people gonna start like taking their money out when is it gonna start tanking that's the big question yeah i soon maybe <laughs> i mean well if we're if everybody's forced to sell gamestop through uh ridiculous restrictions that robin had some implementing then uh the crash could be anytime next week it's crazy that you say uh that actually when you mentioned robin hood people have been moving to like Weeble to other platforms and they're just like screw robin hood and there's like a bunch of YouTubers that are just like banning against Robinhood. They're like, yo, this is a waste of time. Like, I don't even know why we even jumped on this platform in the first place. So I think in the end, Robinhood's going to get a lot of flack. For it. Or they already are, but it's going to get worse. Lawsuits. Yeah, common, yeah, yeah, yeah. They're Clash getting sued. They're getting sued. Right, right, right. Yeah, they deserve it. I mean, this is like, mm. this kind of feels like communism when they don't give you a choice. It's like, here you go. That's yeah. exactly what it is. Like, That's, enjoy what you got. Yeah, so they're fine. They were fined sixty-five million dollars by the SEC. Dang, that's a tongue twister. But oh, uh, really? SEC SEC charged them. It wasn't yeah. the retail traders. It's wow. For, yeah, for misleading users. Um, yeah, it comes one day after the regulations uh, against Robinhood for allegedly targeting young, inexperienced investors with flashy gimmicks on an app, uh, treating it like a game. Okay, interesting. Yeah, so see, it goes back to the whole investing thing. Like, if you are not, if you don't really know about investing, I would highly recommend doing some good research. You can, yes, you can make a lot of money with investing, but you can also make a lot of silly mistakes as well. And I don't, I don't really recommend people buying game just for the hype, like, just for the hype. I, I would say do your research first before you jump on any stock. Said like a true veteran, Jazz, who bought who bought GameStop <laughs> yesterday. <laughs> Listen, I wanted to be a part of the hype. I realized. Another, in other words, Jazz, don't do as I don't do as I do. Do as I say. Yeah, yeah, literally. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm trying. I'm not trying to lead by example here. So. <laughs> oh my god! But without with that being said, guys. What do you guys think about this whole GameStop situation? Do you guys did you guys jump on the GameStop hype? Did you guys purchase any of the other companies like Ally, BlackBerry? Uh, I think Cost was another one. Uh, are you are you following the trends? Did you find the explanations uh, easy for you to understand? Let us know what you guys think, and feel free to leave your comments on our Instagram and Twitter at disseminate news, or email us at disseminate news at protonmail.com. We'll talk to you soon. Thanks, guys. <laughs>